What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Stars Made Me Do It. You've got Sierra and Mimi here, and we are coming at you with another episode, another Venus episode. This yeah, is Venus happy and Pisces. season. What's up, fishes? How you doing? <laughs> Just fishing around. <laughs> How do you oh feel about Pisces love... season? You know, I am... I have lots of feelings because Pisces have lots of feelings. As, yeah. As no, I'm, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I just came out of a, my, for those of you who know about progressed moon for the past two and a half years, my moon was, my progressed moon was in Pisces and I'm living with my progressed moon in Aries right now, but my solar return moon is also in Pisces. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I've, I'm getting like a tail end of a, you know, last little Pisces lessons, Pisces moon lessons. And I definitely have become more and more aware of and comfortable with Pisces energy. And, you know, I've been on a Pisces journey because Pisces used to be like the Pisces energy in general used to be something that would frustrate me because they are so all over the place and I'm already all over the place enough. Yeah. But at the same time, my Capricorn placements, like the the all over the place really frustrates that energy that I have, but on my Pisces journey, on my like learning to love and really like coming into contact with so many amazing Pisces placement people, I just really do appreciate it. And the connectedness and the community and like the magic to it, there's just so much magic to Pisces energy. And there's something beautiful about literally being able to feel everything. And, you know, if you're listening to this presently, we've got Saturn in Pisces right now, and we're all learning a lot of Pisces lessons. And I feel like Pisces season is always an interesting time because it's like the weather never quite knows what season it is. And that just, that just speaks to its mutable nature, you know, <laughs> like yeah. it's not quite sure what weather it is, but I, I like Pisces season. I think that I've, I don't know, the past like two and a half, three years of this Pisces energy and just feeling like, you know, letting the insights come, letting the conversation start and then letting it finish three months later, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> not having like, things yeah, not because it just linear. feels in flow right now. I think that's a major yeah. lesson for Pisces is just following a flow or following what feels aligned with you. And that just comes naturally because they're so connected to the energy around them. That's what makes them such great empaths or just natural empaths because they're so tuned in to energetics and to what everyone around them is feeling. They're connected to nature because nature has its own energy that Pisces can really connect to. Yeah. And just being really in flow. And I think it's interesting because you with your mutable placements, you do, you know, you are all over the place. But with your Capricorn, everything that's all over the place has tethers. So you can always pull back on that tether and bring it back in and rein it in. Like you always have kind of control over where all your all over the place is. Whereas with Pisces, the tethers might be there, but they're made out of like fog you know so it's like they're on the way to pulling that tether back in you know you reach something else it's very elusive like there's uncertainty there there's a lot of unknown and that's kind of where Pisces thrives is in the unknown which is why they can come across as kind of flaky or uncertain or indecisive because they lean into that energy of surrender and not having And having being so empathetic can also lead to so much of that self-sacrifice and martyr energy too, because they want the people in their lives to feel good and they genuinely feel what those people are feeling. And so it's almost like, well, I don't want you to be feeling bad. I don't want you to be feeling this way. And, and then there is that, like the other beautiful side of it that I've just come to really appreciate with Pisces energy is that Pisces placements really make you feel seen emotionally and not in a way, not in a way that is necessarily spotlighting being like, Oh, I know your deepest, darkest secret. It's more like they can say the thing. (laughs) I know I'm like that Scorpio energy. Pisces, Pisces is more like, you know, wow, that sounds like it was really hard for you. How are you doing? And you're like, Oh shit, it was really hard for me. I'm not doing great. Wow. Like, you know, like uh, (laughs) I just, I've so come to appreciate that genuine, like, you know, the, but also the way that they highlighting, pick up on that. Also highlighting like, wow, you really overcome that emotional hurdle. Yes. You know, they also really notice when you have evolved or grown emotionally. Yes. And there is sort of, it's interesting you brought up spotlight because Pisces does 
you know, Pisces being in aversion to Leo is not interested archetypically in being under the spotlight, in being the center of attention. And that tends to be like a very self-sacrificial tendency of Pisces. But I think we do get to a point with Pisces where they do need that reciprocation. They do need to feel validated and to feel seen and to and for their emotional hurdles to also be acknowledged by others. Yes, absolutely. But they don't want to ask and, for it. And I think that that's what like the... I could definitely see myself getting in that trap of, wow, like this like amazing Pisces placement has been asking me about all these feelings I haven't even become aware of. And now I just want to share and open up. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, because it is such a, you know, like when you're, you feel relief and you feel, you know, you do feel seen. And then it's, a, you know, I really try to make a mental note of, okay, this person has really like made me feel seen and allowed my emotions to be shared. Let me make sure that I'm opening the same opportunity up for them because oftentimes we reach out to other people in those ways because we want to be able to share that ourselves too. Yeah. And Pisces being in like a sextile energy to Taurus too, like Pisces is a very good observer, very good at picking up nuance and Pisces or 12th house placements make very good therapists because they're there mm. to remove. Well, not always. Sometimes, I mean, they can also be very dramatic emotionally. You know, like I think we're kind of painting Pisces as like this nomadic uh, background character. But Pisces can also be a very main character, um, especially if they're, you know, in a phase of dealing with their own emotions, like in a strong yeah. way, they can be quite dramatic too, but they can make very good listeners, very good um, therapists in a way. Let's, before we get into this, obviously the Pisces recap is that it's a mutable water sign. We're going to be talking about Venus in Pisces today. Um, if you're new here, we are doing a whole season, a whole year of Venus through the signs. So today's episode is Venus in Pisces because we are starting Pisces season. Um, before we get into that, go check us out on Instagram at the Stars Made Me podcast where we announce anything and everything that is important. Also on patreon.com slash the stars made me do it. Um, we've got a whole community over there where we release a whole second exclusive podcast. We have a discord community you get these episodes in advance and uh yeah also we do have a venus questionnaire so for the venus season we are collecting information from you guys and putting it into the end of these episodes so yeah check that out on our instagram the link in bio you can fill out our questionnaire and yeah check out any of the Venus and Pisces, sorry, Venus and Pisces episodes, any of the previous Venus episodes that we've gone through. And if we haven't gone through yours yet, we'd love to hear your information and your, you know, experiences on what your Venus sign is. And mm -hmm. I also want to put it out there that we always associate, you know, Venus and Pisces and also that a house that that sign traditionally rules. And so this is also 12th house. So if you've mm -hmm. got your Venus in the 12th house and I I'm really excited because in Placidus, I do have my Venus in the 12th house. And I was, you know, reading through the notes on this and thinking of how I related to Venus and Pisces. And so definitely check out what house your Venus is in as well, because then you can kind of listen to two different episodes to really get that flavor yeah. of your specific Venus sign. Yeah. Yeah. So Venus is the planet of many things, but being an extremely feminine planet, she relates to women, to healing, to embodiment, and to relationships, how we relate to others, where we seek balance and harmony. It's also how we are creative um, for our own selves rather than like self-expression creativity. Um, and it's also how we handle our finances and what we find to be valuable. Yeah, that giving and receiving of love with Venus, but then also. <laughs> Sorry, you reminded me of the Friends episode where Joey is like giving and receiving and sharing and having <laughs> and, and friends. People will get that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, Venus, I guess we need to make a meme to go along with that because, yes, Venus is giving and receiving of love as well. <laughs> And I love the just Venus and value, I feel like is the big thing to remember with Venus, mm -hmm. that V and V, you know, all the things that you value. And that is why it kind of comes across as that giving 
and receiving of love as well, because what we value, we tend to, you know, demonstrate to other people. And we really feel valued when others demonstrate those same energies back to us, you know? Yeah. And specifically with Pisces, I think reciprocation is such an important value for Venus and Pisces. And it's one that I think could get overseen, especially by someone with a Pisces placement who maybe didn't realize like, oh, wow, I really do love when someone gives me the emotional space that I give them. But it's not something that I would ask for because Venus and Pisces can tend to be very self-sacrificial in relationships, can also tend to be quite codependent. And because it's a mutable sign, they can be they can tend to mirror the people around them in order to feel a sense of belonging or like they fit in. Yes, which can then be a little bit losing of the self, because if I'm constantly mirroring others, then, you know, I'm thinking of the Zoolander looking into the pond. Who am I? You know, it's like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like it, it's, it's a big reminder for Venus and Pisces people that your thoughts and feelings and the way in which you feel and feel loved and, and Mm -hmm. all of that matters because you are so good at showing it to other people, but you also deserve it in return. And it's really interesting because, you know, go back and listen to our episode on exaltation and Mm -hmm. what what it was. Exaltation Exaltation and fall. Yes, our exaltation and fall episode, which basically means which planets are doing the best job in that sign. Yes. And Venus is exalted in Pisces, which is very interesting. And we talked about this in that episode, because while we can really see that on the 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 love side of things, it's also interesting to look at that on the finance side of things. And I also <laughs> really see it in the creative side of things. I think when we think of creativity, we automatically go to Pisces creativity. You know, there are other types of creativity, like maybe it is problem-solving creativity or writing creativity. But I think when we hear the word creativity, we think of like a beautiful painting that a Pisces has created, you know, something Mm. where they just live and breathe, I don't know, just expression and color and art, exactly. And so- And that's where like the expression side of Pisces is so different than the Leo side of Pisces. Because actually when I hear creativity, I actually go instantly to Leo and then Pisces is second to me. But that could, I mean, Mm. I have Leo and Pisces placements, so maybe that's why they're both so prominent for me. But Leo creativity is about expression of the self, whereas Pisces creativity is expression of the universe from their perspective. Pisces is so tapped into collective energy and and just genuinely like the universe and consciousness and those really big spiritual terms they're so tapped into it whether or not they're aware that they're tapped into it and so in order to fill like there's too much within them to to be contained so their skin is this vessel that's supposed to contain their understanding of the universe but really it expands even further and so it has to extend to whatever mode of creativity feels right for that individual person whether that's painting or any sort of craft or you know whatever sort of thing aligns with their version of art that's Pisces and it's sort of un-understandable unless you are tapped into that Pisces energy as well. Yeah, because Pisces doesn't have boundaries, which is yeah. such a it's such a gift. And it's also such a, you know, that's that's like the double edged sword. There's no boundaries. And so expression, you know, has no end to it. But when there's no boundaries, it's where do I end and where does that person begin? And how do I make sure that I contain my energy and not, you know, give it all away? Yeah, and I, I think exactly. And I think of all just Pisces placements in general are are just, they have a need to express creativity. It's not a choice. It's mm-hmm. it's the way in which they live life. But oh my gosh, Venus in Pisces, Venus being this creative planet mm-hmm. and then having Pisces there. I mean, I just feel like there's so much art and creativity constantly being expressed because that is because again it's not a choice (laughs) it's just a way of existing and especially having that and again it is exalted and so we can I can really see how just Pisces Venus just loving love 
you know yeah. and but then Such a also romantic exactly hopeless romantic and we'll get we'll get to you know we'll get to everything but at the same time that is why those blurry edges can sometimes be difficult because are you receiving the love at the mm -hmm. same level in which you're giving it yeah and if you're not are you happy with the ratio of love that you're receiving exactly because i think yes. pisces can be happy you know in the same way that virgo is one who needs to serve in order to feel in alignment with themselves i think that pisces does that too their sense of service their act of service isn't i'm going to do the dishes for you because you've had a long day their act of service is i'm going to hold space for your emotional energy and right now i'm going to set myself aside that's kind of their act of service because pisces is release of the ego it's letting go of all that is um like human nature in a way because they are so tapped into the divine so their their way of being of service is always going to be a more spiritual or emotional seeming service yeah yeah and i also just want to add the element of fantasy here speaking yeah. of somebody who does have venus in the and mercury in the 12th house you know there is this element of fantasy because reality doesn't reality as we know it doesn't exist for pisces it's it's like they're living yeah. in the cosmos they're living in the you know the universal space that doesn't have the same you know <laughs> earthly rules and laws to it and it's this is not a place of science this is a place of imagination and yeah. i think that fantasy is huge for you know both fantasy in a Maybe you love reading fantasy. Maybe you love writing fantasy. Maybe you love painting or creating fantastical, you know, imagery. Yeah. But I also think that the that's why Pisces Venus could have such a tendency to romanticize things too, because everything is so fantastical and their brain just took it to a complete or their heart just took mm -hmm. it to a completely different place because there's there's this like continuity of thought to fantasy to another thought to another feeling to you know it just it's it's boundless and yeah. so I can definitely see the romanticizing of things because there is a you know oh well it could be like this and since I'm not totally tethered like you said or I'm tethered by fog it yeah. might be you know uh it might be a little more difficult to come to terms with the reality of the situation instead of the fantasy of the situation yeah, I mean, they're such daydreamers, like they have such a strong imagination that being in a relationship with a Venus and Pisces, if they're if they're sharing their daydream with you, first off, that's so that's like an honored position to be in because that means that they feel safe enough to make their dreams priority in a conversation. So let them dream and don't don't squash the dream like just because they're daydreaming about it doesn't mean that they want that to be reality. They're just living in a parallel existence for a moment, which is something that I do all of the time. And I have Pisces placements. I do this all the time. I, I say like, what would my life be like if I had X, Y and Z? And it's not saying that I want that. It's that I just want to know what that experience would be like. And they want to know what a parallel existence of like of the universe could be like and so just to walk through that daydream and if it seems like something that is tangible that can be done that's where i think that venus in pisces um if you have earth placements and your partner has venus in pisces this is such a great partnership because you can help them make something tangible out of these daydreams if it seems like something that they really want also i think that i know that pisces doesn't like really have much in common with air signs but this could be a really fun pairing for just dreaming together and talking about concepts and not having to make anything of it but just to go on mm. this like conceptual roller coaster together yeah you know i even though they don't have anything in common pisces and libra to me have mm -hmm. the same type of maybe daydreamy cotton candy beautiful vibes. <laughs> cotton candy vibes yes <laughs> <laughs> that's what they both have in common <laughs> it's so true that's yeah it's really I love that idea of just daydreaming and it is funny though because I do have Venus in the 12th house and I have a partner who has a lot of fixed placements and, mm -hmm. and I've got a lot of mutable placements and so I think that it is a little bit jarring sometimes to his very fixed nature when mm -hmm. I'm like oh my god like imagine if we did this 
And then like, you see the eyes wide. I'm like, we don't have to do this. Like, I'm yeah. just imagining, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just living in another world for this moment. <laughs> Come join me. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I will say, because we've talked so much about Venus and, you know, maybe that could be linked with aesthetics mm-hmm. and how, you know, your style and your creativity. And I will say as somebody who has Pisces in, sorry, who has Venus in the 12th house, I, my artwork preferences are like fantastical as fuck like if you have some sort of weird dreamy doesn't quite make sense and again like one of my favorite paintings ever that I found in this museum I like took a picture of it and sent it to Guillaume and I was like oh my god I need this and he was like you know like do we need that Uh, (laughs) and I we found like a compromise about that perhaps was a little less creepy to him because it was just so bizarre and out of there but it was fantastical to me and I love fantasy Mm. you know I love fantasy art, fantasy books, like just There's fantasizing. To it. Oh gosh, I whimsical. I've declared to be one of my favorite words. Like this past You're month, I've just thought, I've just today. thought about. Oh yes, I've just thought about how much I love the word whimsical. Whimsy, yes, that's a word that goes along with Pisces Venus, that goes along with that twelfth house energy. Mm-hmm. And I also, I bet you, you know, I'd love to hear from anybody who is listening who does have Venus and Pisces or Venus in the twelfth house about your style too. If you didn't mm-hmm. get to fill out the questionnaire, please send feedback because I really do feel like these twelfth house energy, you know, Pisces energy has such a whimsical, artistic, you know, disposition to it. And, and because it, it doesn't make sense. It's not a realism painting, you know, yeah. it is, there's, there's no logic and it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And, and also it's always coming from a place of the purest form of love. Like that's what Pisces, like connection to the universe, how it expresses itself through a human form is just giving like absolute unconditional love. And that's why they can be a bit of a hopeless romantic because they can see that absolutely every human on this earth is worthy of receiving love and can see the best parts of everybody and sometimes can get taken advantage because of that. Yeah. Yeah. And so there, and that depends on, you know, the rest of your chart, what comes into play, you know, when it comes to, when it comes to confidence, when it comes to boundaries, when it comes to every other element, you know, uh, that come into a, a relationship, but Pisces really can always see the best in others. And that's part of that fantasy though, where it's like, I can see the best in you, but are you you know, bringing that to me every day. And that is something that, uh, that Pisces, you know, can be taken advantage of in that way. Again, to be tethered a little bit rather than having, falling in love with someone's potential and then believing that they are their potential. One other thing that I wanted to talk about with Venus and Pisces was on the embodiment front of Venus, um, intuitive eating. This is so Venus in Pisces, like, listening to what your body wants in the cycle that it's in listening to the phase that it's in right now rather than trying to have a super regimented eating routine right like venus and virgo would have pisces is exactly opposite to that so again falling into a state of flow or surrendering to whatever it is that your body is asking for and not judging yourself or shaming yourself which pisces is also kind of want to do Ooh, that's such good advice. I'm going to definitely try to tap into that flow. Mm, yeah. Mm. Shall we get into some of our references? Let's do it. What do we have from Isabel M. Hickey? All right. So Isabel M. Hickey from A Cosmic Science. If you don't have this book, we recommend it. It's lovely. She says they are highly emotional and super sensitive. She suffers through love. Through suffering, she goes free which is very interesting that she says that about Venus and Pisces, that through the suffering of love, she goes free. And she said a lot about liberation as well and finding liberation through, through love. You know, that's really interesting because so Pisces is ruled by two planets. We always think of Pisces and Neptune, but Mm -hmm. the original ruler is Jupiter. And so we have, you know, and Jupiter is the planet that also rules Sagittarius. And there's so much freedom that we think of an independence, but like the liberation part of it that you're talking about or that Isabel and Hickey's talking about, I can so see that, you know, Jupiter influence there where expansive and like finding ways to break free or break out of any sort of restriction. Because a contained Pisces is not a true Pisces. You know, if you're yeah. trying to contain this Pisces, you're you're killing its nature. It's kind of Tinkerbell vibes. Like if you're trying to contain the magic of 
Tinkerbell, you're actually taking the magic of Tinkerbell away. Oh, my God. That was wise as fuck. And I loved it. <laughs> Thank you. It was whimsical and wise. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Isabella Hickey also says that Venus and Pisces is attracted to the underdog and those less fortunate. Again, very much being of service. And that can be that martyr energy too, yes. where it's like, you know, I, I'm here to help you. I'm here to be in service to you. And it's like, it's a, you know, a big lesson and reminder and journey that somebody can be there for you as well. And those yeah. are your strengths. And, but there is that fine line of, is somebody depleting all of my energy or do I get that energy back so that I can keep giving it to the people around yeah. me? Yeah. Yeah. Next, she says, softness and tenderness is part of her nature with a great capacity for self-sacrifice and devotion. We kind of touched on that. And then lastly, must love for love's sake. Yeah, just being in love with love. Really, though, like Pisces, Venus, being in love with love. And and I... I, I feel like they're, you know, they're the ones that are going to be reading that book and like just falling for that character in that moment. Yeah. But then meeting somebody at like, you know, a coffee shop and being like, oh, my God, that person who made my coffee like that's that was just the sweetest human in the planet. You know, like they're OK. <laughs> Not you calling me <laughs> out just being made literally <laughs> like, oh, my God, that barista's <laughs> in love with me. <laughs> <laughs> I and used that's to do that all Leo the time. And the Pisces together. Yeah. <laughs> like on the bus, I would be drinking my coffee that I just got at the coffee shop that the barista's definitely in love with me. And then there's a cute boy across the across the bus from me. And I'm like, oh my God, that boy is definitely in love with me too. Yeah, definitely romanticizing everyday experiences. <laughs> <laughs> but like how freaking beautiful too. Like, why not? Yeah. I don't know. It's just like there there's a point to it where if you're lost in that fantasy, you know, and like what what is our phrase like <laughs> with the Delulu recently? Oh, I can't remember. Make the Delulu work for you. <laughs> make the Delulu work for you. You know, if you're too if you're too in the Delulu, you know, that's not potentially not benefiting you. But at the same time, man, like why not add a little bit of magic to the everyday and man, Venus Pisces and just Pisces energy does it naturally. And speaking of uh, Pisces being co-ruled by Jupiter, sometimes their expectations are a little unrealistic as well. They can have high expectations. They're so in love with the high of falling in love that when things settle into a more realistic setting, they kind of get this itch which is where Pisces can be somewhat flaky as well. Lol. Just thinking of my, my Sagittarius Venus in the 12th house. <laughs> no, like we are, we are settled. Yeah. <laughs> we need some fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which then it's like, okay, in the bedroom, like maybe some role play, something that brings you out of this really realistic setting, something that brings a little bit of whimsy, a little bit of excitement a little bit of that um, adrenaline. Yeah, the, I love the idea of like putting yourself in a different role, you know, even just like, just again, maybe it's reading something or, you know, taking on a different, which like we did some episode, I don't remember which one it was where we would like went through all the different, it was one of the asteroids, wasn't it? Or one of the parts where it was you finish every your different sign. able to answer your question. <laughs> I've got too many 12th house placements to finish my <laughs> sentence. Um <laughs> No, where it was kind of like, you know, Leo would be the role play one. Oh, yes. or, uh, oh that was Eros. I don't Eros. Okay. But I think that, okay, go listen to our, our part series. Eros episode just, for the kinky. Just listen to, yeah. For the kinky content. That was like, for the kinky content, the Eros episode. But I think that Pisces Venus would really like something about, I mean, I also have Mercury there too, but something about reading different, you know, uh, different scenarios, mm -hmm. different possibilities, different worlds, different characters, and, yeah. you know, putting yourself in a different situation. Yeah. I definitely can think helps with that. Yeah. Like when like, there is that settled energy, the mundane the is an ick, like where Virgo, which is the opposite of Pisces is like, yes, the mundane is where it's at. With Pisces, the mundane is such an ick. It's like, ew, I have to take out the trash once a week. Oh, that is so not on. Like, that doesn't happen in fantasy books. That doesn't happen in my romance books. No. <laughs> I 
just thinking of like that that you know Pisces like Virgo axis where like Virgo would be like okay Tuesday night we know what night it is and then like Pisces would be like god damn could you surprise me on a Wednesday (laughs) oh Venus and Virgo is so excited about having their routine and knowing exactly what day they need to do everything and Pisces is like oh I cannot live this life goodbye Oh my gosh. But they can also balance each other out because that means that Virgo is doing the tasks that Pisces is like, no thanks, I'm not doing that. And Pisces is bringing a little bit of unknown, a little bit of excitement, a little bit of whimsy into the uh, Virgo energy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyways, that was a little bit 12th house energy you guys just experienced. So, uh, (laughs) but I'm going to come in with uh, some Alice Sparkly Cat, Sparkly Cat with a K. And she had so many cool things to say about Pisces that just like really brought on the love and the magic of Pisces. Mm. And so this is all about like loving a Venus in Pisces. So quoting all this from Alice Sparkly Cat, This is the exalted Venus, the big Venus, the Venus that is just so loudly Venus that it can't be anything else. (laughs) And I liked that. My heart is like (laughs) tearing up. Yeah. (laughs) And the first thing that we have to consider is just how much Venus in Pisces loves love. Venus in Pisces loves it. It can't get enough of it. Venus in Pisces finds the romance in almost everything. I mean, this is literally what What we were just saying. Yeah. And this is a Venus that falls in love with you. It's a Venus who is available, generous, and present. It is a Venus that observes you. Yes. And that observes you. And in observing the shape of your eye or the tilt of your neck, realizes without warning, they have fallen in love and that they're unsure if they can go back. This is a Venus that falls in love several times a day. So Uh, yeah. So on the bus, in the coffee (laughs) shop. (laughs) This, I need Alice Barkley Cat to write a romance book from a Venus and Pisces eyes. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't that be like, I just, Venus and Pisces out there, do you just love romance novels? Can you let me know? Is anyway, this the episode um, where we cry just because we love Pisces and Venus so much? <laughs> <laughs> um, both of us are just like, oh, so beautiful. Oh, my God. It is so beautiful. But they can't handle their finances, uh, and- so... <laughs> She's a 10, but can't handle her finances. (laughs) What are finances? Doesn't doesn't deal with like earthly things. But anyways, I do want to quote just the one line that uh, Alice Barkley Cat said was Venus in Pisces is magic. And oh, my little my little twelfth house Venus was just like, yeah, you know. Venus in Pisces doesn't need a reason to do things. It needs no justification or rationale. It just needs the want. Wanting something Mm -hmm. is enough for Venus in Pisces to find permission. Yes. I love that That because that's what feels right in that moment. Yes. This is a Venus that is ruled by feeling. It's a water sign. I can't tell you how many times Mitch, my partner, has been like, hey, should we do this? And I'm like, "Mm, no. And he's like, why not? And I'm like, I don't want to. It doesn't feel right. It's not the right time. And then literally like two days later, I'll be like, hey, let's do this thing. He's like, I literally suggested that two days ago. Also, he has so many 12th house placements. We both do this to each other. So it's just (laughs) when our flows align. (laughs) Sounds like menstrual sinking. (laughs) (laughs) When our partnership want flows align. Things are flowing. (laughs) Oh my God. Were you she's the manning right now? Yes, I was. I'm not. Oh my god, fuck yes. Fuck yes. Uh, <laughs> okay, moving on. Flow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> apparently not. No. <laughs> Thank you. You do it so well. Okay. I'm just saying that maybe you and Olivia don't mesh well together. Okay. okay, okay. Oh, I gotta watch this. Oh, god, it's so good. Anyone who hasn't seen She's the Man, pause this episode. What are you doing? And like Have we go analyzed watch it right now. She's the Man? I think we're definitely gonna have to. We're on the precipice. Okay. Okay, okay. Um, last quote <laughs> by Alice Barkley Cat is that loving Venus in Pisces is loving the exalted lover. It's loving the lover who doesn't love in any articulated way, who has no plan or strategy, and who follows magic because they know that it will take them to a place that will accept both of you together. It's loving someone who accepts the entirety of you. This is terrifying. Oh. Loving Venus in Pisces is about loving the terror and the magic of real emotional availability. Not me literally crying right now. I know, like Mimi's literally. 
your your little Pisces placements are just like really hit by this. I know, really. God, I just need her to write a book from this Venus and Pisces perspective. Ooh, oh man. Well, I have nothing to say. All of- no notes. <laughs> No, no, it's well done. <laughs> Thank you for sharing your wisdom. Do the Dumbledore oh, clap. <laughs> this episode oh. is chock full of millennial references. <laughs> like so millennial right now. Gosh, if you get it, thank you for being here with us. And yeah. if not, you know, it would happen in the Pisces episode anyways. Yeah. So I do think that all of that is to say that Venus in Pisces, it like it's embodying love and love is not something that is tangible in a way, you know, like, or it's not something that can be, I mean, I don't want to say love isn't tangible. I think that it's more that love can't be in the same way that you can't put Pisces in a box. You can't put love in a box either. Yeah. It's not the embodiment of an ego driven love. It's the embodiment of like literally just the purest form of true unconditional love, whether that's romantic or platonic or universal or mother, like maternal, like it's just a knowing that absolutely every atom in a human is deserving of basic love. Like love is a basic need to Venus and Pisces. Yes. Yes. And that's how they they exude that they live that. Mm-hmm. And for those of you know, for like people who are not used to that, that could feel like overwhelming yeah. because there's so many of us who don't feel deserving and worthy of that mm-hmm. type of love. And and Pisces is just existing in that way, giving it because, like you said, it's a basic need yeah. from their perspective. And so, you know, it is that whole the what Alice Barkley Cat said about this being terrifying because it's somebody who loves and accepts the entirety of you. That yeah. is huge. That's huge. Yeah. Ugh. Ooh. All right. Well, okay. Let's get into the yeah. data questionnaire <laughs> info. Yeah. The questionnaire. Data. And in order to just squash that about <laughs> to try, let's get into some let's data. Let's talk about analytics. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you don't know, we have a questionnaire on um, Google Forms. It's in our link tree. You can check it out. Um, basically, you give us your Venus sign, and then there's a bunch of questions that you can fill out. So, um, For top relationship values, core values in relationships, the top answers are emotional bonds and reciprocation. Ding, 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 ding. How spot on is that? It's so good. Other top contenders were compassion, honesty, and good conversation. Those were in a three-way tie as well. Okay. But emotional bonds and reciprocation where it's like, I want, you know, what I am giving I would like to receive it. And it doesn't necessarily mean I'm good at asking for that, but that's what I value. Exactly. Yeah. Like I really appreciate when someone reciprocates without me having to ask. Yeah. Um, Their love language, physical touch. I love that because it's like making something tangible out of your connection. I love that. For finances, we actually had kind of a, a clearer answer. The last few episodes have just been like down the middle, but definitely Venus and Pisces is leaning towards more impulsive rather than responsible when it comes to how ha- they handle their finances. So again, she's a 10, but... <laughs> but, <laughs> but she buys everything she wants all the time. <laughs> again, my sanitary is Venus in the 12th house. Goddamn. <laughs> that's like honestly the worst placement like the fact that i've got venus and sagittarius in the 12th house where like (laughs) financial spending is like (laughs) i want to do it right fucking now and i don't want one i want 17 literally my and you know what we're going back tomorrow in the 10th house i live vicariously through you because i literally only buy the absolute necessary things and every now and then i splurge on something that i'm like i deserve this (laughs) and then you're being like we have such different everything yeah. <laughs> uh, I know. Anyways, tell me okay. tell me about um most likely to splurge on art supplies with a top contender of also travel slash experiences. Like, can we get any more fucking like stereotypical? Most likely to splurge on art supplies, you little Pisces Venuses. I love it. I know. They're little like I envision a Venus in Pisces wearing an apron that has like splatters of paint on it and they have like a little bit of paint in their mug of coffee, but like glitter. It doesn't glitter. matter. Glitter. Yeah. Like they're just here to experience any kind of art that they can. 
Oh, yes. All right. Core values, just on a general front, absolutely kindness and honesty. I love these. I think those are just so sweet. Mm. You know, that's so interesting that honesty comes up too, yeah. though, because that's not something I just always associate honesty with Sagittarius or with mm -hmm. anything like maybe even, yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, just, I mean, it's, that, it's that... confusing because Pisces is also a very like elusive sign so sometimes can come across as deceitful like there this is also definitely like can be a player kind of placement of somebody who has their fingers in a lot of pies and like you know can be kind of um hard to get to commit obviously so sometimes yeah. that like transparency isn't totally there but i can see that venus and pisces would appreciate transparency from others you know yeah. Yeah. I think that to them, they are living their honest truth, but yeah. it's just so murky yeah. that it's not obvious to other people. But I love that that's something that came up. Kindness is like not surprising obvious. to me, yeah. but honesty is very, is very cool actually, because you think about that whole idea of loving somebody in their entirety. And so if, if like somebody is showing a Venus in Pisces who you truly are, then they can truly love all of you. Whereas yeah. if you're hiding pieces away from them, then they're, then they're not able to fully access all of that. I feel like that access to all of you mm. is huge. And I never, I, I love that. That's a response. That's like adding a new little nugget of information for me. I oh. love that. Some other fun answers under the core values was God, selflessness, depth, laughter, openness, flow. I mean, these are all such great answers for, for this Venus and Pisces placement. Way to bring it, Venus and Pisces. I know. Creative activities. So activities that get you feeling creative and get that the juices flowing. We have music, nature, and painting. I mean, come on, spot on. It's a it's a way to experience art in all forms through, you know, through your ears, through your eyes and just through exposure to like Earth's art, which is nature. I will also say that any Pisces placements that I know in my life have a playlist for everything. Oh, wow. You that know? is very organized. It is surprisingly organized, but it's like. <laughs> It's it's so well, because I don't they know. create a vibe, you know, like they yes. want to create a suitable vibe for every activity that they have on their roster. And I just think that the the vibe energy is so mm -hmm. real. And I really do think that that is something to attribute to Pisces and 12th house energy. I have family members that are just not ever like putting music on. And it's a very quiet environment. Mm -hmm. And then I, I have music on the majority of my day. And I appreciate that my in-laws also have music on all the time. And there's something about setting that vibe. And yes. I really, I, but man, like I've got Pisces people in my life where they're like, oh, here's a playlist that I made for that. And I'm like, love that. how did you just Can curate? you give me their information, please? I can. How can you just like <laughs> curate the perfect vibe? But also you've got Pisces placements and you're like quite a music person you know I love music yeah I mean I definitely it was during a cancer stellium time where I was feeling so much feminine rage like it was in my 12th house I was just feeling so much <laughs> anger on the behalf of all women and I was angry at quote the concept of men end quote yes, I and I literally went into Spotify thanks to Spotify. We love you. And I just went divine feminine rage. And I found this playlist that just matched my vibe. Exactly. Like, and I do that 1000% of the time. Like I always enter into Spotify, what I am feeling, the emotions I'm feeling. Yes. And I'm like, who has created a playlist for this emotion? Thank you. You know? Yes. Yes, I, I really I do the same thing, but maybe I'm not an Aries. So I have a little less of the rage behind it. I'm more like coffee shop in a mountain. Yes. Snow, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like we love a lo fi time, you know, like when I'm working yes. in the candle shop, I just have lo fi going on as ambient music. And that really plays okay. to um, Pisces just being super sensitive to their surroundings, that they have to curate a vibe so that they don't feel overwhelmed by whatever it is that they're trying to cover up. And I also kind of understand the silence too, because sometimes music can create 
even more stimulation of the mind. And just to sit in silence is good for Pisces placements to recalibrate and reconnect to like current real energy. That is such a good note to make because another energy that comes up often with Pisces placements is escapism mm -hmm. and whatever oh, their yes. form of, you know, a lot that could show up in literally piecing the fuck out of somewhere. Or it could just like, you know, it could be, I think often it is substances, you know, some, it could be, you know, weed, alcohol, um, you know, overindulging in any sort of anything that any can vice. maybe- Yes, that can take you out of the moment and escape from maybe it is too overstimulating. And sometimes music can not that I, I just I can't really ever say that there's anything wrong with there being too much music. But if it if you find yourself unable to handle something without the music, then it's like, mm -hmm. wait, we need to come back in and we need to center and we need to figure yeah. out. Well, they no, can also overindulge in their emotions, which maybe if they're playing music to match their emotions, a.k.a. me. They might, you know, Pisces is also likely to fall into a bit of a pity party and to overindulge in their emotions or overindulge in yeah. their suffering. Ooh, that hits too. Like <laughs> listening to the song over and over again, like my little Capricorn moon yeah. that like doesn't like, want to feel anything. Break my heart anything. every time. Yeah. yeah, I know. And then the the twelfth house placements that are like this one makes you feel it and makes you feel it so fucking bad on repeat on yes. repeat dude yeah i need to i need to feel this emotion and all of its like glory exactly speaking yes. of overindulgence what they're most likely to overindulge in we've got delicious food we have many different kinds of crafts like cross stitch painting knitting etc and then i love this someone wrote overindulging in magical and dreamy people wait is that possible to overindulge in that <laughs> i'm apparently Wait, but that's such a beautiful Pisces answer. I know. They're like, is this okay? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. No. oh that's lovely. That is so Pisces is the little glossy eyed, big eyed emoji that has the glossy eyes and just like kind of a puppy face. You know the emoji yes. I'm talking about? Yeah. I do. Yeah. You know, any any Pisces placement, I think we can find this, but especially Pisces rising. It's like oh. the big, the big eyes. Yeah. Where Come on, you know, it's it's just obvious. It's just yes. any Pisces rising, you're like, of course you're a Pisces rising. Yeah. So <laughs> and it's that emoji. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. And then most likely style slash aesthetic. We had a lot of people who put in casual slash chill, which is interesting because that's not really the archetype. Although I can see it, right? You know, this is one of those signs that's like linen vibes. But I just really mm. like them for being ethereal and whimsical. I know a Oh my gosh, she's such a shout out to Carmen. She is such a great Pisces in that she's literally wearing like bright pink or turquoise and she's always matching everything together. Her earrings, her hat, her pants, like absolutely everything is matching in these really bright, vibrant colors. And she stands out and she picks the right color for each day. And that to me is just so Pisces. You know, I think that the the Venus is also going to have to just, you know, be in cahoots with the rising sign for your your kind of style and aesthetic because yes, often you're right. that rising is how we put ourselves out there to the world. But I mean, yeah, Pisces, Venus, I think of <laughs> I think of like there's no crisp edges, you no. know? Everything like, is blurred into itself. Yeah, like there's braided something, there's, you know, kind of fraying energy and and, and colors. Yes, like or like whimsy. Again, there's something yeah. a little bit ethereal whimsical to it, but I also think that what we've said in other other Venus episodes is that post COVID almost everybody's answering casual chill now. So, I know we literally like be answering It's like, like the same thing when as when dressing core value up. <laughs> is like empathy and kindness because that's always like one of the top answers for every every one of these episodes now because that's our audience like our audience yeah. values kindness and empathy which like breaks my heart it's so sweet i love you guys yeah. Um, but yeah same like we're all just kind of casual chilling around yeah <laughs> <laughs> which good for all of us you know life's too Me short <laughs> recording in pajamas every day <laughs> every day <laughs> 
And then lastly, let's just name a couple of celebrities who have Venus and Pisces. I'm just going to list a couple off. We've got Emma Watson, Justin Bieber, Heath Ledger, Dakota Fanning. Reese Witherspoon has Venus and Pisces, um, which really goes to the whole oh. reading thing that you mentioned. Kristen Stewart, oh. um, Celine Dion, Drew Barrymore, which we also know is a Pisces. Um, Such Pisces vibes. I know. Yeah. So those are some of the celebrities that if you have Venus and Pisces, you share Venus placements with. Oh, how cool. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I love that Reese Witherspoon has Venus and Pisces because she's such a, you know, she she just loves the like fiction and and Venus is also like a, you know, a feminine, like the woman like planet. Yeah. And she's also yeah. about like female authors and yes. she's also our combined top three because she's in Aries with the Capricorn Happen, moon, Leo yeah, rising, yeah. you know, she's, oh, but I love that she's got the Venus in Pisces because like you see that one of her huge values is fiction. That's and so what a, yeah, cool. what a fun like placement for actors too, that shape-shifting mutability, you know? Ooh, Blurring yes. the edge between yourself and the character you play. How cool. And I also think that, you know, just because I follow Reese Witherspoon and everything, I feel like that's a great example of aesthetic-wise how it's your Venus and your rising that really kind of, you know, come together for that because she's really pretty crisp you know, in the way she presents herself, which is very like to me and bright, which is very Leo. Here mm-hmm. I am. And also Leo's a fixed sign. Leo knows what it is and how it presents itself. But there's this Pisces element to it, which is like the colorful, which is a little bit of the, you know, wh- she brings whimsy, but she does yeah. it in a much more clean cut way. And I think that that's really fun to think about your rising and Venus, which is like, Jesus, I'm like a Sagittarius rising and Venus. Like here I am, you know, it's <laughs> yeah. chaos. I'm bringing chaos. But... I am this version of me right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just, I really like that. And I'd love to, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, even I if we already top did... three with the Venus and Pisces, because there's so much like I'm like the Aries and Capricorn, like a Leo and Venus and Pisces. That's great for the creative factor. And then Aries and Capricorn is great for like making an, a legacy out of her creativity. Yes. She's like, you know, start like complete business, you know, making a, yeah, like entrepreneurial energy out of creative pursuits. Like, fuck yeah, Reese Witherspoon. Amazing. We stand. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, thank you guys for being here for our Venus and Pisces episode. Thank you for everybody who contributed to our Venus questionnaire. And if you are Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Venus... And you have not filled out the questionnaire yet, please go do so because those episodes are coming to you and all of the other signs, your Venus episodes are already out. So go back and listen, let us know what you think and definitely, you know, send us some feedback. Let us know if this vibed with you, if you've got a Venus and Pisces in your life, a 12th house Venus in your life, if this is you again, we are on Instagram at the stars, maybe podcast. That's the best way to, you know, keep up with everything going on and definitely check out our Patreon at the stars made me do it or patreon.com slash the stars made me do it. Our community over there is incredible. And for all the fellow millennials, since this is a very millennial heavy episode, there's a free trial, you know? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. test Not it out. Middle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, thanks for being here. Thanks for sharing the Venus and Pisces thoughts. Happy Pisces season. And Mimi, why did we talk about Venus and Pisces today? As the stars made us do it.